Hello and welcome to the Healthy Back, the podcast that shares practical tips to have a healthy spine and lead an active lifestyle. I'm your host Taruna Rijwani, physical therapist and McKinsey Method specialist, and every week I'll be sharing tips and lessons to help you manage your back problems without pain pills, injections or surgeries. We will talk about the common challenges that people with spinal issues face, debunk the myths, and even break down the research on spine and joint related problems for you. And yes, also have a lot of fun along the way. I hope you'll join me on the ride. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you're listening, don't forget to leave a ratings and review on iTunes. It really helps to spread the message further. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Healthy Back. In today's episode, we have a very special guest with us. He is the Director of Regenerative Medicine at the Virginia Spine Institute. His name is Dr. Nitesh Barara and a lot of our patients must be familiar with him. We have been getting a lot of questions recently about stem cell therapy, platelet-rich plasma therapy or PRPs uh, and other forms of regenerative medicine treatments that are out there. And we thought who better than the expert himself to be on our show to answer all these questions. Hence, we have Dr. Barara on today's episode who will be talking about the different regenerative treatment options that are out there that are offered by him. Uh, what are What is the research and the data behind them? And more importantly, where do these treatment options fit in the realm of various treatment choices that our patients have? from conservative treatment options all the way down to surgeries. So without further ado, I will bring you in our very special guest and hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Dr. Barara. Welcome to our show. Thanks for taking the time for being on our show. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. So why don't you start by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So um, I grew up in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, big Alabama fan, um, and then uh, decided I wanted to go to medical school after I had some orthopedic musculoskeletal issues. Um, <laughs> and I uh, went to medical school in the University of Alabama in Birmingham, in Birmingham, Alabama, I ended up training in physical medicine rehabilitation. So a lot of people don't know what that really is. And what that is, is, is a field in which we talk about functional restoration in the musculoskeletal and neurologic world. Um, and I trained, in, I trained at uh, Temple University in Philadelphia, went ahead and uh, specialized in um, pain medicine and in the spine. And I've been uh, at the Virginia Spine Institute for 10 years now, doing a lot of uh, both traditional pain medicine as well as uh, really bringing on regenerative medicine to uh, to my practice. Awesome. Yeah. So since you already dived a little bit into your practice area, can you tell us a little bit more about your practice? What type of patients do you see uh, and things like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So as a, as a practice, we take care of any type of orthopedic condition, any kind of musculoskeletal condition, work with mm -hmm. surgeons and uh, an, another non-operative doctors, as well as uh, a neurologist. So we really take care of, of everything. I, I am uh, the director of regenerative medicine here at the Virginia Spine Institute. Um, we, uh, 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 the, on the non-operative side of things, we take care of um, uh, all types of musculoskeletal issues um, from your hips to your knees to, to your shoulders. I see a wide range of patients uh, from uh, young uh, kids, uh, you know, 10 to 12 years old, probably my youngest patients, all the way up to patients in, in their 90s um, and taking care of all types of problems from, from fractures to, uh, to tendon issues to di a disc problem. Um, I really, really kind of honed in, in, um, into a special field called regenerative medicine in which... Um, we use a patient's own body to to heal itself and to to start that healing process. It's a little different than the traditional approach of pain medicine, in which you know, we we do steroid injections to try to calm the pain down, which I think has its role. Um, right. And uh, but with regenerative medicine, we kind of have a different a different idea of what we're trying to do. We're trying to get things to heal. So instead of just trying to get things to feel better. We're trying to get things to heal, so really kind of get that functional restoration. Uh, and I know we've shared several patients, and so um, you kind of have, have have seen some of the some of these patients that that have that that I've taken care of on the, with regenerative medicine as well. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I have had my share of patients shared with you who have gone through their journey of regenerative medicine, seeing the results from it. And then moved on to, you know, physical therapy, getting back to activities and things like that. So where does regenerative medicine kind of fit between the conservative treatment options and surgical? Because that's that's where the patients usually are, you know. So where does it kind of fit in their realm of the options they have? Well, I think regenerative medicine is becoming more and more popular because we have this gap. There's this gap between traditional conservative uh, treatments that do get people better. I mean, you know, we know that traditional uh, non-surgical treatments, physical therapy, um, you know, massage, other non-surgical treatments do make people better. Um, right. And then we had this gap. And so we have this gap in which we were saying, okay, you have a problem, but it's not getting better with traditional, uh, with traditional measures. But we're not ready for surgery. You're kind of your or, or or surgery is maybe too aggressive for you, or you can't tolerate surgery. And we had this gap where patients just can't get better. And so those are the those are the patients that are unfortunately suffering. And so yeah. regenerative medicine kind of fills that gap or or tries to fill that gap. And to mm -hmm. for, for patients that are trying to avoid surgery or can't have surgery at all, but has failed the traditional conservative treatments that usually get people better. But unfortunately, are, are not in this situation. Or we use regenerative medicine to supplement. You know, they've gotten somewhat better with traditional conservative management, and now we're trying to get them even better to a, a more fu truly functional restoration. Get them back to the activities they want to do. Right. So, uh, you know, it sounds like regenerative medicine kind of fits somewhere between conservative care and the surgery options. Uh, and usually I know research takes time to like uh, back up when something is newer out there. So how far along do you think there is research and data to support uh, regenerative medicine? Well, you know, that, it, that's really interesting. And I think, I think what we're seeing is that 
there is much, much more data that's coming out in support of the use of regenerative medicine. But I think it's really, really important to understand that, you know, regenerative medicine is the wild, 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 wild west. And so where you get your regenerative medicine and how it's performed is mm-hmm. just as important as what, what they're doing, right? So, you know, the idea of regenerative medicine doesn't all, doesn't, it doesn't all come the same, by doing it in one place, it's not gonna get the same type of response as doing it in another place. And I think that's really, really, really important to understand. What we're seeing is we're seeing data for certain, certain problems uh, have better outcomes than other problems, right? We have level one data of using platelet-rich plasma in the knee to take care of knee pain. It's better than steroids. It's better than gel. We, we've seen it. And so it, we're seeing the data kind of come through. Uh, and I think we're going to continue to see that. We published a lot of data, actually. We published data on the use of regenerative medicine in the spine, specifically mm-hmm. uh, injecting um Uh, bone marrow or stem cells into the disc itself for something called discogenic pain, where it's back pain that's coming from a degenerative disc or a painful uh, disc. And so we found a lot of, we've had a lot of success with that. And so we've published our data and we've presented the data and that's extremely successful. We're going to continue to see that. And I think that's really, really important because I know a lot of people, uh, you know, have tried PRP or they've tried a, a procedure, but Maybe they didn't get it from the right person. And, and, and with the way regenerative medicine is being performed now, unless it's per, per, performed by somebody who's really, really understands it, is able to talk to you about it, tell you why you're a good candidate or why you're a bad candidate for it, you really you probably won't have your most ideal outcome. So I think that's extremely important. But I think the data will continue to come. Got it. So in general, just to kind of simplify it for our listeners out there, who would you say? And I know it's, you know, no one size fits all is a good candidate for regenerative medicine versus your conservative care, like McKinsey therapy, physical therapy, and, you know, other things we talked about. Yeah. So I think it's really, I I think conservative care with McKinsey therapy and and physical therapy, even acupuncture, um, there, these are all things that need to be attempted before we could continue to even have a discussion regarding regenerative medicine. Because mm-hmm. a, as we know, most people can get better with the use of, of therapy. Therapy is, is first line, is, it's the best first, it's, it's the least invasive and best first line treatment for most musculoskeletal and orthopedic conditions. If you if you don't get better using those conservative treatments, that's where regenerative medicine is an option. And so the ideal the ideal patient really it's not about age. It's it's more about a specific condition that you're trying to treat and and how 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 bad the condition is. The the you know what type of uh, um comorbidities or other problems the patient has. So it's very, very, very particular about the patient. And that's, it kind of goes back to my point is that mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of clinics out there that are just performing regenerative medicine on just anybody. And they're saying, oh yeah, we'll inject your knee joint, but they're not really looking into and saying who, who may be the best candidate for it. Oh, well, your knee maybe isn't the best candidate for it because you have severe osteoarthritis in multiple compartments of your knee. And you can barely walk at this point. Maybe we shouldn't be doing it. And so I really think we need to understand the pathology or kind of the severity of the injury to really understand yeah. who is the best candidate for something like this. Right. Yeah. And it makes sense for any type of treatment to work. Having the best candidate 
is sort of a prerequisite for its success. Uh, so it makes sense. And lastly, would you have any general tips for our listeners to take better care of their spinal health? Since you work with so many, you know, spine patients, I know you see all musculoskeletal, but specific to spinal health. Well, I, I think it's really, I think something that uh, and I, see with, I talk with a lot of my patients about is that if something feels abnormal and something feels out of place, then mm -hmm. it's it's better to get it checked out early on than to to wait. And I think it, the earlier we're able to address a problem, the more options you'll have. If that's from the therapy end of things, or if that's regenerative medicine, but even if we get to surgery, the earlier able to treat something, the better the outcome is. And, and I'm a big believer in early diagnosis because if early you can early you can create the diagnosis early on. We can avoid all the other stuff that comes that come, the compensation aspect of things. You know, if you hurt your knee, the person will also have a hip problem or, or or an ankle issue. Or if they hurt their their spine, they'll also have some hip issues. So I think it's extremely important that we're able to diagnose the problem early on, so that we have all the options laid out in front of them, from the conservative stuff to to regenerative medicine, um, and, and and any other non-surgical option uh, would would be available to a person that we're able to treat early. So. If it doesn't feel right, uh, it's better to go ahead and get it checked out. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that you are saying it because I completely agree with you and I shared the same idea and, you know, tell it to my patients. So it's great to hear from a source like you to kind of reinforce the same idea. Um, but yeah, thanks. Uh, anything else you would like to add for us, Dr. Barara, to kind of finish up uh, this episode? No, I I, th I think that's everything. You know, I, I I really I really appreciate you having me on and kind of discussing my practice and and the use of regenerative medicine. I think it's something that is is up and coming. It's getting more popular, but as things get more popular, it's getting a little overused and in maybe used in situations where it shouldn't be used. And so I think it's really really important that you know anybody who who is even considering the use of regenerative medicine seek the the right person to really diagnose them and talk them through through it. Because uh, that is the the most important uh, aspect of things to get the most the the, the best outcome and the and to the optimal outcome. Yeah, that makes sense. So, where can our listeners uh, reach out to you uh, for a consultation, or if they have any specific questions or anything like that? Yeah, so uh, you you can reach out to us uh, at the Virginia Spine Institute. We're in Reston, Virginia. Uh, phone number is 703-709-1114. Uh, happy to, to, to talk to anybody about any of the problems that they have. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Barara. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to The Healthy Back Today. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you lead a pain-free and active lifestyle. For now, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends or anyone else who might benefit from learning about how to live a healthy lifestyle.